if you are so attached to that miracle more than attached to god it is possible for you to use your own fingers to create that miracle for yourself outside god and you see what you do is that you create an ishmael hallelujah and guess what happened they created an ishmael so ishmael was born ishmael is a product of the flesh ishmael is the alternative to isaac so many christians today we are creating alternatives to god's miracle so god has given you a promise but instead of you to wait on god to manifest that promise or work with god to manifest that promise you now go out to create an ishmael but then isaac eventually came and that's the promise of god but guess what happened abraham now had two things growing in his house he had the miracle of god growing in his house and he had the mistake growing in his house so abraham is a type of our today's christian where the genuine miracle of god is growing in your life and the mistake is also growing alongside and guess what the mistake and the miracle began to fight each other so god had to now give a commandment and say cast out the bond woman and her son and that is what we're going to do to what we have created with our own fingers we're going to cast them out today in jesus name And you see it is not an enjoyable process you think it is let me explain it to you let me let me dramatize it for you they said, told abraham oh yeah do your housemate and get it out some of you forgot that the pregnancy took nine months in those nine months hagar the housemaid will say look my back is scratching me who is she going to meet the day that they were giving birth and she'll say eh, eh. wasn't abraham there so it was Ab and abraham would have been happy that eventually he's going to get a son you understand then one day he now notices that there's a conflict between Agar and her son and sarah and her son he will be the that's he's going to rip through abraham right through the middle like this his loyalty is going to be divided and many of us today our loyalties are divided between god and the things that tie us to the past his loyalty was going to be divided who am i going to go with who am i going to go with but when god now said you should forsake the bondwoman and her son that was a painful process hallelujah that was a painful process some of you now will say forsake that guy but then after you've told him that you've broken up you know what you do you now go back to twitter and be observing his timeline as he started talking to another girl or if you see him talking to another girl you just write an angry tweet against that girl leave him alone hallelujah why because it is not an enjoyable process it's something that you almost keep going back to then you're almost like ah what what happened to me 
Then another time you let yourself go and then you try to go back to it. You try to spy what is going on out there. I can feel Abraham spying. I wonder what is happening to Agar right now. I wonder what is happening to him. I speak to people a lot. So the ladies will ask, I wonder where he is now. I said, don't wonder where he is now. It's over. Forget him. Block him everywhere. Block him on Twitter. Block him on Facebook. Block him everywhere. And start a new life. Hallelujah. You see why they fight me on social media now? Eh? That guy that has been tempting you to fornicate. If you tell me about him, I'll... he knows what I tell them. Block Facebook. Block Twitter. Block phone. Everything. And they say, is that not childish? Jesus said, if your arm causes you to sin, what do you do to it? That's how you do it. Cut it. And that's why we are cutting it. You saw the tie holding the man. If we wanted to free the man in the physical, what should we do? Cut it. So after this meeting, many of us are going to cut some soul ties. You will carry that to your smartphone and tell him, oh God, this relationship we have been doing is not according to the word of God. We are not running it according to the word of God. In fact, you are not even a Christian. So we have to end it now. Praise the Lord. It's as bad now on social media. They said, don't. The moment a guy knows that you are talking to Shola Adio, the guy just knows that his chances are limited. Hallelujah. Because I tell you the absolute. Cut it. Just cut it. Hallelujah. Let's look at um, a scripture in Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9. 9.14. Just turn to it. Hebrews 9.14, he says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? So today, we have the blood of Jesus. How many of us here know that we have the blood of Jesus? He says, the blood of Christ will purge our conscience from dead works. You see, those things we did in the past, they are dead works. He says he will purge our dead works so that we can serve the living God. There are some things now that, you know, you are now in church. So, okay, let me paint this scenario. This is a scenario, not that it happened. Imagine that I'm a top official in this church and I've done all kinds of silly things before I got born again, before I got saved. 
and then one person from that old life from that old life then walks into the church and sees me for the first time since that time you know and then will say ah you are here now wow and then the person now say ah I remember when we were at Club Coco Dimaco and people in your group will just look at you like ah <laughs> hallelujah you see something will almost grip you at that point that you almost tell the guy but boy shut up shut up <laughs> hallelujah that's the kind of thing I'm talking about that the blood of Christ will purge our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Say with me today, the blood of Christ is here. To purge my conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Hallelujah. So if there are things in your past that affect your conscience the blood of christ is here to purge you hallelujah and that will be one of our prayer points when we get to the end of the session we'll be calling upon the blood of jesus christ to purge our conscience from dead works to serve the living god to serve the living god to serve the living god because as long as your conscience is being held back by those memories you are not free to serve God. In fact, if your conscience is being held back, there's a possibility that you might even practice some of those things. Hallelujah. Very important. Now we're going to go through four steps. Four major steps that you need to take as a believer in breaking soul ties. Four major steps. Four major steps. And these four major steps i've shared them severally with people um, on the phone i've shared them on social media i've shared them using all the various avenues of dissemination that we have and i have seen results and testimonies come through results and testimonies have come through people have broken masturbation habits people have broken um, pornography habits people have also broken you know like adultery habits um, smoking habits all sorts of things and these are the things that we're going to be looking at uh, today now if you have your notes that you've written down or that you're writing into step one is what I call association association just look for that in my notes In fact, I'll, rather than write association, I'll write selective association. Selective association. That's the number one step that you need to take in breaking soul ties. Selective association. Psalm 1, verses 1 and 2. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. 
but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law does he meditate day and night so we see here that David listed five action points for the believer who wants to walk in God's blessings but the first three action points were about our associations and those three action points were about associations that must be avoided he says blessed is the man who does not stand or does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly nor stand in the ways of sinners nor sit in the seat of the scornfuls so it means that there is something about your geographical location something about where you are located your associations will affect your habits and the bible knows that hallelujah the bible knows that and the bible has enough to say if i a lot to say about it so your blessing is going to start when you stop walking in the counsel of the ungodly when you stop standing in the way of sinners and when you stop sitting in the seat of the scornful if you want to be free from any addiction or soul tie your number one step is looking at the associations that feed that habit and cutting them off praise the lord especially immorality if you are engaged in immoral actions with anyone and you really want to be free that person has to go that person has to go praise the lord the person has to go the person must go the person has to go you have to make a decision between god and that person hallelujah the person has to go but um shola i've been in a relationship with him for 18 months excuse me do you want to be free or you want to stay there if you want to be free you have to go you have to cut that association hallelujah very essential you need to watch the associations that you keep look at your habits look at the things that you find that you cherish to do the most once you look at those things check your friends around you and see what they do and you discover that they are not different from the things that you like doing and if you need to change what you do then you have to change your friends hallelujah there is absolutely no way you won't cheat in marriage if you make marriage cheats your closest friends hallelujah they must not be your closest friends they must not be your closest allies praise the lord many of us walk in places yes you come to church on sundays thank god hallelujah praise the lord we're i mean we're singing hallelujah we're looking into the word of god here but monday to friday you are walking with people who don't believe god who don't believe in god and they now call you and say ah please we're going to the club tonight will you come with us that we're going to the club tonight will you come with us now you need to deal with that you need to look at your associations 
Praise the Lord. God says you are blessed when you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of the scornful. First Corinthians chapter 15, 33 says, Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. No matter how sincere you are about the things of God, associating with evil companions will eventually infect your system with iniquity. Very important. That's your number one step. If you are not ready to part ways with those friends, then you are not ready for deliverance. Praise the Lord. So today, if you are caught up in adultery, fornication or anything, your first step to breaking loose is to cut loose from those associations. Hallelujah. Now the second step, we're going to move towards the second step um, quite quickly. So that's the first step, which is you need to break it. One other thing is that there are some Christians that are involved in smoking habits, which they shouldn't be involved in. But most times you discover that you smoke with friends. You smoke with your friends. Now those associations need uh, to be de-emphasized. Hallelujah. They need to be de-emphasized. Now after looking at your associations, we now need to look at one other aspect which is the word of god after dealing with your associations we need to deal with taking in the word of god now the word of god is our strongest defense against all ties and once you begin to take in the word of god and you are on a strong diet of the word of god you discover that those soul ties will begin to fall away from you naturally. David said that wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way, but by taking heed according to his word. By taking heed according to his word. And David said in Psalm 119 verses 9 and 11, he says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. If you don't want to sin against God, you must make the word of God your friend. You must have a program by which you are taking in the word of God. On a daily basis, my phone and my iPad, they are filled with teachings of God's word. So I'm constantly listening to teachings of God's word. I'm constantly reading my Bible. I'm constantly playing the Bible to myself. And as I constantly do that, I discover that my desire for sin is going down drastically. Going down, going down, going down. Because what the word of God will do, the Bible says that the word of God is quick and sharper and powerful. Quick, powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So as the word is going into you, it will be cutting those soul ties. To be cutting them, to be cutting them. You need to feed yourself with God's word. You need to have a program where you are continually beholding the word of God. And as you do that, the word of God will change you. For me, that's my most powerful step. I stay on the word. I stay on the word. As you stay on the word, the word will begin to replace the desire for sin with the desire for righteousness. Many people have struggled. Say, eh, but I try to break loose from that habit. I just find myself going back to it. You need the word of God. 
Now, this habit took you years to arrive at them. They will not take hours to go. Hallelujah. You need to commit yourself to a lifelong dedication to the Word of God. And that is what I do. I listen to the Word of God continually. That's my strongest defense. Says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. What scripture do you have that you are using to combat that addiction? Hallelujah. Even 2 Corinthians 5.17 is good enough. He says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, I am in Christ. I am a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Say with me, all things are become new. All things are become new. In my life, I am no longer bound to those old habits. Christ lives on the inside of me. Hallelujah. And that's what the word of God will do. Very important. If you want those two things, you must take away from here. Your associations and your submission to the word of God. Your associations and your submission to the word of God. You must always check those associations. You must always check them. You must always check them. Now, for many people who don't know how to relate with the Word of God, I have a few steps here that you can take in relating with God's Word. The first step is constant rehearsal and declaration of the Word of God. You need to rehearse it and constantly declare it in your house. You say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I have been redeemed from sin, sickness, and disease. Father, in the name of Jesus, I am now a brand new person in Christ. All things are passed away and all things are become new. Father, in the name of Jesus, I am loosed and I have been set free from all this habit of X and Y and Z in the name of Jesus Christ. You openly declare it with your mouth. You don't just wish it. You say it. Hallelujah. And because some of these things, you probably don't want the person next to you sitting to know about them so when you wake up at home and you are alone you say it hallelujah because if i say pray loud now and the person next to you says lord deliver me from pornography (laughs) (laughs) hallelujah so when you wake up in the morning and there's nobody watching open that your mouth and say it hallelujah do you know that there are some testimonies that cannot be given from the pulpit? You know that you get delivered and just be going je, je, because people cannot even absorb the news that you are even into it at all. Hallelujah. You just pack your load and be going. Praise the Lord. You see, you people are laughing, so it means you can relate, right? Good. So, you know, let the Lord guide you. If you have to give the testimony, go and meet a leader. Please. Hallelujah. And let them vet what you want to say. Before it gets to the public. Say, so, that ogre, so Okay. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah 23, 29. He says, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock into pieces. So you must constantly chip away with God's word. Then the second step is you must constantly meditate in the word of God. 
Joshua 1 8 and Psalm 1 verse 6, 1 to 3 state that we should meditate on God's word day and night. Day and night. What does it mean to meditate? It means to continually think about the word of God. Why do we need to do that? I'll tell you why. Hebrews eleven fifteen. He says, and truly, if, I, if they had been mindful of that country from where they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. Hallelujah. So when you keep the photo of that ex-lover on your phone, while you are now married, you know what you are doing? You are constantly thinking about him and you are imagining an opportunity to do what? To return. So you cut it and meditate on the word of God. Hallelujah. Some of you need to destroy memories from your smartphones. I mean, the most endangered place in people's phones now is their camera album. Hallelujah. I was asking somebody um, a few days ago, I said, do they still allow people to, you know, like, back then in those days, you know, like, maybe a big man is walking to a place, they find people, you know, like, his PA is holding his phone. So I said, can people still give their phones to PAs now? Hallelujah. Because many phones are very hot now. Very hot. All kinds of things that you mustn't see. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I am persuaded of greater things of us in Jesus' name. So you see, you are constantly tempted in the areas in which you are thinking about. So if you want to cut temptation out of your life, start thinking about the word of God. And you'll be free. Praise the Lord. Let's look at the other steps that we need to take. Then also praising God, you know, private anticipatory praise. The sort of praise we had earlier on, if you are doing it in your house, you're going to see a lot of deliverance, a lot of deliverance. Because when God gave the promise to Abraham, he said, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So there might be opportunities for you to stagger while you are believing God for something. Say, Pastor, I tried those things that you told us to do, but I tried four times and I still went back to it. That was staggering. But the Bible says that as you give glory to God and you are strong in faith, you will definitely receive the promise. Hallelujah. So please don't be discouraged. It took you many years to get there. So if when you start and you stumble a few times, it is not surprising. But keep at the word of God. And before you know what's happening, it's all over. Now the next step that I want to look at, which is step three. We've looked step one, your associations. Step two, the word of God. Step three, prayer. Praying in the spirit. 